You're listening to A Prophet, a collaboration between Sakhlain and Al-Hujja Islamic Seminary. If you enjoy this podcast, please consider becoming our patron by donating at sakhlain.org support. Abdullah was one of the sons of Abdul Muttalib. He had 10 or 11 sons and he was the most prominent of them. He was highly loved by his father Abdul Muttalib and the, the most two prominent ones were Abu Talib, the father of Imam Ali السلام, and Abdullah, the father of the Holy Prophet. There's an interesting story that occurred before Abdullah got married which gave him even more prominence and this has to do with the well of Zamzam. The well of Zamzam as we know it started with who in history? With Ibrahim, his son Ismail when he was born in Mecca, his, his mother Hajar in the deserts of Mecca she was searching for water and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused the spring to emerge which is Zamzam water. So it goes back to thousands of years ago to the time of Ismail السلام, when he was born and he was about to die from thirst and she ran back and forth seven times looking for water, she would see the mirage until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused the spring to flow in Masjid al-Haram, you know just by the Kaaba and that is the well of Zamzam. Now historically this well would exist for long periods of time until you come to the time of the ignorance, the Jahiliyyah of the Arabs, at one point in history either this well dries up or people just lose you know track of where it is, it's just wiped out, people no longer know where this well is, they can't find it or it dried up. So for many many years the Arabs did not have access to this spring, to Zamzam water, they did not know where it is, they had heard about it from their ancestors but they couldn't locate the well. Then we come to the time of Abdul Muttalib, the grandfather of the Holy Prophet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspires Abdul Muttalib to dig up the well of Zamzam. So in Masjid al-Haram by the Kaaba we see Abdul Muttalib is digging, some Arabs are making fun of him, you know, what are you doing? But he was inspired by Allah to relocate that well. So he's digging, trying to look for that well. When he finds the well, he finds that spring of water that we call Zamzam. Now some of those pagans in Mecca upon seeing that Abdul Muttalib successfully found the well, they grew jealous of him because that's a great honor for you to discover this historical well. They grew jealous of him, they started attacking him, you know, verbally making threats and Abdul Muttalib was hurt by their comments. At this time he only had one son, his oldest son whose name was Harith. So Abdul Muttalib felt weak, you know, I only have one son and now these pagans are plotting against me, they don't want me to have this honor. So he makes a vow with Allah, Oh Allah, if you give me 10 sons, 
I will sacrifice one of them for you. I'll sacrifice one of them for you. That's a nither, that's a vow that Abdul Muttalib made. Yes? Yes. So at that time, Harith was the only son? Yes, Harith was the only son. Then how did Ab Abdullah find the well? No, no, we're not talking about Abdullah. Abdul Muttalib is the one who found the well, not Abdullah. The father of the Prophet was not born yet in this story. You may have mentioned Abdullah. In any case, it's Abdul Muttalib. Abdul Muttalib, the grandfather of the, of the Prophet, he is the one who was inspired by God to discover that well. And he only had one son at the time. Harith, the uncle of the Prophet, the oldest uncle of the Prophet. So he had one son, when the Quraysh, they started attacking him, he made a vow, Abdul Muttalib, the grandfather of the Prophet, he made a vow that if God gives me 10 sons, I will sacrifice one of my sons for him. We'll talk about that, meaning I'll have him killed. Yes, we'll talk about that. So he made a vow, the days go, go by, the years goes by, until after many, many years, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses Abdul Muttalib, the grandfather of the Prophet, with 10 sons. Now, Abdullah at this time, he's around 20 to 24 years of age, when he gets his last son. He's about 20 to 24. So once he's got 10 sons, what does he have to do? He has to fulfill a vow. He made a vow with God, a promise, a covenant, a nidr, that if you give me 10 sons, I'll sacrifice one of them. Now, how do you decide which one you're going to sacrifice and kill? Abdul Muttalib, yeah, according to historical accounts, Abdul Muttalib did that. Exactly, so he put their names on, let's say, a piece of paper, and he drew a lot, like just the lottery, like a draw, he pulled one of their names to see who is the one he should sacrifice. So when he pulled that name, he drew that name, the straw, and whose name was it? Abdullah, the father of the Prophet. Abdul Muttalib loved him dearly. Abdullah had a very, very special status. Everyone loved him. Just his humbleness, his akhlaq, everyone was amazed by him. So Abdul Muttalib takes the hands of his son Abdullah to the altar where he's supposed to be sacrificed there and killed because he made a promise that he would kill him for the sake of Allah. The sentiments were high, even the Quraysh who knew him, they were not comfortable with what was happening. Abdul Muttalib was a very respectful man, they had, nothing, they had not seen anything but goodness from him and Abdullah was just this amazing young man. So some people started crying, especially the sisters of Abdullah. They started crying when they saw their brother being taken to the altar. Some of the Arabs there, they said, Oh Abdul Muttalib, if there's any way we can ransom his life by giving wealth, property, sacrificing, whatever it is, we're willing. We'll give our al wealth if there's a way that you can find to protect his life. Some Arabs who were present in, in, in the Grand Mosque, they said that. You know, they were so moved by this. Some of them were so moved, they said, we wish we would be killed instead of him. So nobody wanted Abdullah to die. But Abdul Muttalib made a vow. He wants to stick to his vow. What does he do? 
he sees that everyone is opposed to this idea and so there was a suggestion instead of killing him let's give another sacrifice of 10 camels because at the time the blood money for killing someone was 10 camels you know if you kill someone right then you would have to compensate the family of that person with 10 camels we call this the dia or the blood money so they said instead of having Abdullah killed why don't you just sacrifice 10 camels and remember a camel was very expensive you know you had to have a lot of money to even own one camel so sacrifice 10 camels for the sake of Allah and let's spare Abdullah he was hesitant but this was a suggestion and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspired him to accept that suggestion so he's like okay let's do a draw on one straw let's have the name of Abdullah on the other side let's write 10 camels and then I will decide if the 10 camels come out I'll do as you say I'll accept your suggestion so he does this draw what happens the name of Abdullah comes out again so he's like no I won't accept this suggestion they said okay increase it to 20 put 20 camels on one side and on one side the name of your son Abdullah and then do another draw he said okay he drew it the third time whose name came out Abdullah again they said let's increase it to 30 they did this 10 times until the 10th time you had a hundred camels on one side and the name of Abdullah on another side they're like okay this is the last time just do this draw when he took this draw the last time the name of the hundred camels came out Abdul Muttalib says wait a minute that's not fair ten times we're doing a draw and the name of my son comes out now once the name of the camels come out I need to do more draws to make sure that this is what God wants me to do so he does another draw a hundred camels Abdullah what, what comes out? The name of the hundred camels. He keeps doing this a number of times. Every time he does this, the hundred camels come out. So he takes this as a sign from God. Okay, God has accepted this suggestion and that's how you ransom the life of your son Abdullah. So he took the hundred camels, he sacrificed them and you know he gave them to everyone. All those who were present there, the grand mosque, the poor people, he gave the meat to all those who needed it. A few observations here. You could be saying, wait a minute, how could he do something like that? Especially he was a believer in God. How do you make a vow to kill your own son? That's not even a valid vow. You have no right to kill your son. Scholars have likened this incident to the incident of Ibrahim salam, When he was instructed by God to kill who? his son Ismail or as the Christians and the Jews say Isaac, Ishaq as the Bible says. That's why in one hadith the Prophet says I am the son of the two sacrifices. The first is Ismail, his great-great-grandfather and the second is his father Abdullah. So just like Allah inspired Ibrahim to sacrifice and kill his son then he saved him Allah inspired Abdul Muttalib to make this vow 
to sacrifice his son, but his ultimate plan was to save him. To show the status of Abdullah and how important he was. Because after this incident, everyone saw Abdullah even in a better light. Like, wow, this is the person whom God saved through this draw, through this incident. With the discovery of Zamzam, it started. The vow started and that gave prominence to Abdullah. So this was one way of God showing the status and the importance of Abdullah, the father of the Prophet. Yes. Why did he kill, not kill him, you mean? Yes, because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had willed that this final sacrifice, which is the greatest honor and the greatest reward that Allah will give, should be to the Prophet and his grandson. So Allah spared Ibrahim from that sacrifice but he wanted to give that honor to his last messenger because through this sacrifice religion was saved. Through this sacrifice Imam al-Hussein and the Prophet and the Ahlul Bayt were given the highest reward more than any Prophet of God. So this was the ultimate sacrifice and the ultimate honor that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them. It's not that it couldn't be changed, but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala willed this to show the status of Ahlul Bayt to the whole world, to show the status of Imam Hussein to the whole world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it was not meant for it to be changed. It was the ultimate sacrifice that God wanted for His Messenger and the Messenger of course accepted because God did not impose it on them. It was an option. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told the Prophet and even Imam Hussein had that option. You know, if you want this great, great honor, then accept the sacrifice. If not, you'll still go to paradise, you'll still be you know, the servants of God, but you won't have that amazing honor. So it was the will of God, but it was optional for the Prophet to accept and they did accept. The Prophet said, Ya Allah, if this is your will, if this is what you want, then I fully embrace it and I fully accept it. So we can examine this incident and relate it to where to Prophet Ibrahim just like that incident happened and Allah ended up sparing his life, the life of Ismail, God did the same with Abdullah and Abdul Muttalib. It was a way to show you know their status and in the end Allah's will was never to have Abdullah be killed but you know to save him and to show his status.